up, everybody? Welcome to the launch of the What the Deuce podcast, brought to you by Cracked Rackets. My name is Christian Harris, and alongside me will be my co-host Trey McCombs. What's up, Trey? How's it going tonight? It's going pretty well, man. How you doing? Doing well. You know, excited for the uh, the official launch of this podcast. Yeah, man, it's going to be a fun little journey. Uh, I'm excited to see where where all it takes us, what we end up actually talking about. Well, yeah, who knows? It could be <laughs> could be football half the time. Who knows? All right, so we'll get into the logistics of this podcast and kind of what we're going to be about here. First of all, we're not an X's and O's tennis podcast, if you haven't already figured that out in the first minute of this episode. Um, <laughs> we're going to discuss, have fun, and laugh about the lighter side of the sport. And uh, we've got some segments each week that we can't wait to dive into. We've got a, a fresh, brand-new voicemail box that's ready for your phone calls and any fun uh, discussions, topics, or whatever you want to call in and talk about. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Make oh, sure... Please do, too, because yes. that's, that's going to be huge. We're going to need some some sort of content to actually... Dude, we don't want to create it on our own, you know? We yeah. can have people call in and give it to us. That's even better. <laughs> the less work for us, the better. But if you want to hear yourself on air, pretty good chance that if it's a if it's a good question, we'll put that on. But uh there's no need to leave your name, your number. Like we don't we don't wanna know. If you wanna leave your name, we're not gonna air it. It's completely anonymous who you guys are, or ladies, or whoever listens to this podcast, which I'm very interested on who is going to listen to this podcast. So make sure that you uh, leave a voicemail, um, and I'll leave the number for that later on this episode. Another big part of this podcast is going to be the interview portion. You know, We're going to sit down with some of College Tennis's most uh, flamboyant, unique personalities, along with current and former players. So who knows what we get into with those guys, or ladies again. We... Uh, we're yeah, I think our, our first few are lined up are, are women, right? Yeah, first few are women. You know, it's going to be fun to ask them the most ridiculous questions that we can find on the internet. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I know we've been thinking of a few potential questions we'll have in every interview, but I haven't. We haven't figured them out quite yet. So I'm looking forward to see what happens. Yeah, we've we've got some pretty good ideas. I think. You know, we're going to ask them some would you rather's. I think that one that we've decided on already for this podcast. And you, you know, you you fans out there, you call in and leave us your answer because we want to know if you had to have a giraffe neck or an elephant trunk attached to your face. Which one would you choose, and how would that affect your tennis? What which, would you pick, which one? Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's tough. The uh, I think I'd probably have to go giraffe neck. Just I don't know why, but I feel like I'd much rather have that than a long nose. Either either way, I'm gonna be super inconvenienced. So yeah. I don't know. No, I'm gonna go with giraffe neck. I'm five foot seven and Asian, so I would like a little <laughs> bit of uh. You know, perspective from how it is to actually be a normal size. So that might get me to around that normal height that I would like to be. But maybe, maybe I would just look ridiculous. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, that's a that's the kind of gist of this. Uh, these interviews and how they're going to go. We're going to ask, you know, maybe one day we'll get Brad Gilbert on here. We'll ask Brad Gilbert if he'd rather have a giraffe neck or an elephant trunk. Oh, I hope so, man. I hope so. That actually is a pretty good uh it's pretty good that you mentioned Brad there because that's going to be another one of our consistent 
things we cover each episode is uh, yeah, the tweets let, yeah. from Brad. Let's go into that segment and uh, not go into it. Let's preview what that's going to look like. How you doing, everybody? I'm Brad Gilbert. And I still haven't figured out this game of tennis, and I've been involved in it for 50 years. It goes on. Yeah, so tweets from Brad are pretty much, I mean, Brad's tweeted like 38,000 times and something. It ends up being like 37 tweets a day for like (laughs) 10 years straight, which doesn't seem like that much. But then if you really think about it, that's so many tweets. That's a lot. And pretty much all of them have blatant errors and in grammar and spelling and, and logic yeah and a lot of them don't really make much sense so you know like we'll just see what he we, what he gives us every week and we'll just try and decipher what he's saying and how he's saying it <laughs> it's gonna be Lord it's gonna knows. be tough it'll be very but, tough well you know there's not a uh, there's no shortage of tweets for us to go through so oh there's constant <laughs> Every night, every single night. But uh, along with along with tweets from Brad, we're also going to have a segment called Baseline News. And in Baseline News, we're going to jump around all the hot and juicy gossip that's going on in the tennis world, whether it's on the WTA tour, the ATP tour, or you know some crazy college tennis scandal, or you know whatever whatever's going on in uh, in life out there. We're going to try to cover that too and give our probably not very reputable opinions on what's going on out there in the tennis world and send us any any current events topic that you want us to talk about that's oh, a really yeah. good one to send in and we can uh we can try to figure the world's problems out too it'll be it'll be fun the voicemail or tweets we got a twitter too now yeah so we can get into that as well we'll, we'll put all the info at the end so that we have to listen to it to to figure out how to tell us how bad we are but <laughs> That's fine. Um, so another another good segment I think we're going to try and sneak in every episode is going to be story time, Ooh, which yes. is very excited. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be a good one because this is going to be a pretty selfish chance for me and you, Christian, to really get into like some of the more ridiculous experiences we've had throughout our tennis career. And I, I mean, I just, I is quite a few. So I don't know where we're going to start with that, but I'm sure we'll find a way to come up with something every week that we can at least both talk on. Oh, yeah. Had some sort of crazy experience. Oh, yeah. No, I can't. I can't wait to dive into that and just talk about ourselves more importantly for just a little bit longer than we already have. You know, it's the best part about it to to be like, oh, yeah, this is that story about how great I was. (laughs) No, it's usually like this was that story on how I dislocated this thing in my body or. (laughs) <laughs> how I broke, how I broke this ligament in my body, or we'll probably have to we'll we'll have to limit the amount of injury stories times we have. That's but. true. We'll limit that. We'll keep that to like. Yeah, we'll probably talk about it a lot, but I can't make <laughs> we'll that promise. Talk about it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't make that promise, but uh, anyway, that's story time, and um, now on to talking more about ourselves. Trey, how'd you get involved in tennis and how did you kind of come into this world? Oh, man. Um, So it started way back. uh, I was in Greensboro, North Carolina at the time, you know, making my way as a four year old. Uh, And my parents ended up getting like or my dad got a free country club membership through his job at the bank. So we ended up going over there quite a bit and they had a free tennis camp that essentially doubled as like babysitting. And so my mom (laughs) put me in it and my dad was always going to make sure I was athletic. So I was, you know, pretty decent at it because I had hand-eye coordination. And um, so I just, you know, started playing a little bit, like a few times a week. And my mom ended up going like, oh, well, this is kind of neat. So 
you know, I'll, I'll try it too. And so me and my mom ended up taking lessons and then fast forward like four years. Um, I'm eight now and I'm beating my mom at tennis pretty consistently. At and tennis. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. I, you took a little pause there. I wasn't sure where Ooh. you were going with that. Man, my mom was still way bigger than me when I was eight. <laughs> I don't think I could have done that. But uh, but no, they ended up deciding that my tennis career had, you know, more ambitious and more realistic goals than my mom's, you know, goal of ever getting to Wimbledon. <laughs> so I, um, yeah, they started getting me lessons and I joined a different clinic and I was doing pretty well. I was playing tournaments eight and eight years old and playing in the 12 and unders and winning a few of them. So you know, it worked out pretty well. Uh, and then we moved down to Birmingham, Alabama when I was 11. And I spent all, pretty much the rest of my career there. Um, you know, ended up going to, I got ranked somewhat high, not very high, but somewhat high. No, you were good. Don't sell yourself, yourself short. You're, you're a good I never had the ranking player. though. The ranking wasn't always there because I didn't play all the right tournaments. Which that's, that's true. is another thing that we could <laughs> talk about forever, just how to scam into the ranking system. Oh, yeah. We, but, uh, we have foolproof ways. So if, yeah. anyth- if anything, stay tuned for episode <laughs> 99 for that. For that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, you know, I did well enough in juniors to be able to get a bit of a scholarship to go play at UAB, where I spent three years um, playing until I decided that my body – breaking down every day just didn't have a just wasn't worth it anymore so I <laughs> proceeded to stop playing at that point and now we are here and we're doing a podcast about tennis yeah now that's it's a good story you know yeah got... I mean it's you know the origin story of what origin I imagine story is going to be Trey one McCombs. of the hosts of one of the best podcasts ever created yeah. so <laughs> origin you know, story of Trey McCombs and you're the next uh, Marvel superhero that's going to come out too so you've, well, got, you've already got the beard so wolverine better watch out <laughs> um, we'll see what about you how did how did you get into it? i know we've talked about it at some in the past but what was your full little background yeah so minutes? i grew up fairly athletic kid um yeah and i didn't get asian brains so somehow i got some athleticism i don't know where the, i don't know <laughs> where that all came from but i played baseball a lot growing up um that was my first sport my um first like big athletic experience that I really enjoyed was baseball um played like half a season of basketball before I realized that this will never have anything positive to do with my life ever again well I'm sure you were projected to be really tall too right right yeah I think I was three foot five um (laughs) weighed 21 pounds and could hide behind grains of rice out on the basketball court if I had to. So um, that was that was not in the stars for me. And then my brother and sister, actually, they got into tennis just with like a local pro in our neighborhood. And throughout that experience, I was always dragged. They were like a whole lot older than I was. So I was dragged everywhere to just watch cool stuff that they were able to do. And I was like so little I couldn't do anything. And um, yeah, I was able to bug my mom a decent amount of times to start tennis lessons with that same pro. So that's kind of how I got started. Um, started playing some local tournaments, found that I was, had some, some talent in it and then went through the junior ranks, played a lot of the junior Southern tournaments that you did, played a few national tournaments, not, not nothing crazy, but, um, you know, not too many ITFs or anything in my life. If they were, they were like three hours down the road. 
Um, <laughs> that was kind of that's kind of how I got involved in tennis. Ended up getting um, a little bit of a scholarship to Clemson University. Um, played there for four years. Like Trey, had some injuries. Had a shoulder surgery. I think sprained my ankle a million <laughs> times. You probably had the injuries worse than I did because yours actually needed surgery. I just had one surgery though, and like a whole bunch yeah, of cortisone shots. <laughs> How many cortisone shots do you think you've had? I know like, I'm at least at eighteen. Oh no, nothing like that. But I'm like eight or nine, not eighteen. Jeez. Yeah. I, well, <laughs> I had I had nine before I finished high school. So. Oh, see, I I, I didn't <laughs> dabble in that until I got to college. You had yeah. no man. Well, man, yeah, because I had I had all the knee and ankles. Well, I was playing like five hours a day <laughs> for like five five to six times a week when I was fourteen. So, like, you know, that's just not sustainable. I don't know how we did it though, because like I didn't I don't feel I didn't feel confident at all unless I'd played like a million hours a day. But at the same time, my body wasn't going to be able to handle it either. So we were probably just really insecure. Yeah. And when we got to college, we're like, oh, the f- who cares? <laughs> I'll just go out there and be as good as I can. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, wow, we got off the rails here already. But that's how, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I started in tennis. And after graduating from Clemson, had a great experience there. Wouldn't trade that for the world. Got to see Deshaun Watson win a national championship. So that was awesome. Um, they beat Alabama, which was even better. And yeah, it's fine. Then we beat them again, and then yeah. But how many times did Alabama beat Clemson? In that's the fine. That's not a, that's that's unimportant. Only once, right? Yeah, that's unimportant. Alabama's in there every time. That's okay. And it, Clemson's only been like three times. Our, right? Lord, our Lord and Savior Dabo Sweeney does not want to hear your negative talk about anything. That's okay, related. man. That's that's the that's the beautiful part of being an Alabama fan, though, is that like you can just respect the younger ones below you so you know it's fine <laughs> oh i wish you weren't right but you are a little bit right about this <laughs> i so. mean you know five five and ten okay so. we get it bama's good at football we got it that's how i started playing tennis all right um, more importantly do you remember how we met yes i do we were yeah what, we were like so a, that would have been what 2011 2012 11 or 12 yeah we were playing at a, a national tournament in Columbus, Georgia, right? Yeah. Yeah, we were playing on the clay courts there. Yep. And we had a rain delay. And well, it's so it's well, I mean, give me a little credit first here. I had beat you in the first set. Yeah. And then yeah, you did. You were up in the second set and, and then, then we had started the rain raining. delay. Yes. Which was really big cuz that was like I hadn't really made much of a splash on the in the junior circuit until because i mean i think you were like probably top 25 in the south at that point i don't know and so maybe you, you were ranked significantly higher than i was <laughs> which is i'm just gonna put you at 25 because that puts okay. me a little higher too but uh <laughs> then then you know you were pretty pissed off but then you started winning a second set and then we ended we had like a 45 minute rain delay man yeah it was just raining and the refs wouldn't let us and leave it always rained in columbus yep too. Always. Columbus and Baton Rouge were guaranteed to rain. Baton Rouge might have been worse, but I never made that. I never made that trip because I was in oh, South yeah, Carolina. That was pretty far that was so me. far, couldn't do that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we ended up how did we ended up talking about music somehow? Yeah, it was I don't know. It was a weird conversation because I remember yeah. some album had just dropped or something, and we were talking yeah. about music, and I was like, oh, cool, this guy isn't yeah. just like a normal. This guy is kind of normal and not one of these weird USDA tennis kids. 
Yeah. Like I mean, I went of, to public school, so yeah. You know, I, I can't say anything. <laughs> I was I did online school. It's a miracle that I have social skills. <laughs> yeah, it is. But um, but no, it was good. We ended up playing both playing guitar. We but yeah, I mean, I think that was we'll break into a little story time here. That that tournament was the same site the next year where I pretty much like broke my back, right? We were oh, supposed yeah, to yeah. play doubles. We were supposed to play doubles and I got a text from yeah. you because I was we were supposed to play doubles a couple times and yeah. I, I always got the text from you that was like, Hey, uh, a spaceship fell from Mars and hit me <laughs> in my spine and I have like a, a crack in my C two of my vertebrae and I'm like, Okay. But yeah, you literally texted me. We're like, I fell down a flight of stairs and I can't walk. Yeah, man, it was the most ridiculous bullshit ever. I was like, is this guy for real? <laughs> he fell down well, some man, stairs. Not even to we even. My mom was like, before we even left, like, are you sure you want to go play this tournament? I was like, yeah, it's a good tournament. Like, I like playing. I'm gonna play doubles with Christian and stuff. We go a pri- like three prisoners had escaped oh. and were somewhere around the interstate. <laughs> And so it took us like you telling eight me this. hours, man. It took <laughs> us eight hours to drive two and a half just because there were like these inmates that were wanted for murder <laughs> stuff, like running around the interstate. And so we get there and I'm, me and my mom are both just so pissed off because it took us so long. We're sick of each other because we just had to spend all this time in this tiny little car. And I was, Oof. yeah. Oh. But then we get there, we go out, there's, fucking screaming babies all around us in the restaurant we should have known that as soon as like we had the break we should have just turned around but that's okay we didn't do it instead we got back from eating we went up the back stairs that the door didn't open and there were the concrete stairs with the metal lip (laughs) it was raining of course as it always does in columbus and i was wearing vans and i stepped on the metal little lip and slid down like 12 steps and oh my god man it was the worst (laughs) thing ever it was so painful and i didn't catch myself at all because i didn't really i had a like to go box in my hand oh man did you save it no, I didn't save it. Oh, I no. also hurt the shit on my back, and it ended up making me terrible at tennis for like six months. So, <laughs> you know, you went through a lot of stuff then, because then the back thing happened, and then your eyes got bad or something, and you started wearing um, Tipsarvage glasses. No, and... no, no. I started doing that well, well earlier. I had gla- well, I couldn't wear contacts. I couldn't put contacts in, so I had to wear like Oak. I had Oakleys <laughs> the last like two years of junior tennis, which I thought were f- sick. They were so convenient and. People always. I'm glad, I'm glad you thought that. Well, people gave me for it, but then you're like, I can like, see. So yeah, my <laughs> eyes were like, I could see. My eyes ended up being healthier. I ended up getting LASIK because I ended up saving my eyes from all the sun damage because I had sunglasses on all the time. It was. I mean, there were a lot of benefits, and I had the long hair with the headband too, so I looked badass. But yeah that's yeah huh you looked badass right well i got pictures and i'm like damn that <laughs> i show people like wow oh, that's like, for sure going on the twitter account we should have put you up there on <laughs> that's oh. fine man i'll even send it. i'll find it i'll find it and send it over to you it was off of tennis recruiting <laughs> one of those websites where they're like oh we need this guy's picture oh man you were probably on that front page for months i actually was for a little bit nice all right so yeah, like hottest two stars <laughs> Oh man. Oh, geez. That's, that's good. 
All right, so we're, we're going to leave you now after this enlightening initial introduction. You know, we're happy to meet you, whoever you are listening to this. We're excited to listen to your voicemails. And please, please do us a favor and go and follow us on Twitter now. We're officially on Twitter, and that is WTDeuce underscore pod. Nice and convenient. Rolls off that? the tongue. Yeah, it's just easy. Easy to remember. Go also, find Also, Deuce, Deuce is spelled D-E-U-C-E. How else would you spell Deuce? I don't know, man. I've seen some <laughs> dumb spellings of very common words. Okay, so that's, again, <laughs> W-T-D-E-U-C-E underscore pod. Rolls it's right off the top. not too bad. No, I mean. Not too bad. But, you know. If you go into Cracked Rackets, you'll be able to find us through there. So go uh, go check that out if you're not following Cracked Rackets already. I don't know what you're doing with your life. So make sure you do go ahead and do that too. Um, our voicemail box is open and ready for voicemails now. So you can call that at 336-496-2869. Got that? What is it? What is no, it, Trey? What is it? Do you have it memorized? Or no? You tell me. Oh, come on. 336-496-2869. Make sure you uh, blow up that voicemail box, please. But yeah, honestly, give us a hot take. We don't blow one. it up too much. Don't like call no, him. Blow it up too like... much. Blow it up too much. Don't listen to him. <laughs> I'll listen to him and sort through him. And by that, I mean Christian will. Oh, uh, great. But no, give us a give us a hot take on what you think you would change in the modern tennis game. Ooh, that's, that's what I want. One. I want to know some hot takes on what they people think that the modern tennis game is missing or needs to add in. My hot take is that every single player would have to play with just one rollerblade attached to their right foot, but their left foot doesn't have a rollerblade on it. I don't know. That'd be tough. Hey, that's my hot take. I think they need to show doubles more. Oh, I think... So you're going, the, like, actual philosophy. Okay. Yeah, I went actual, like, doubles is the most fun part of tennis. I like Ooh, that's a hot take. Yeah, I like doubles way more than singles. Yeah, no, it, so it doesn't I think get doubles enough. Is, yeah, okay, hot take. Hot take different alert. Sports, different sports even, but doubles is more fun. Yes, agreed. All right. Also, like, I only played doubles, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that doesn't hurt, but... You and me both. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. We uh, we love you, and... It's a little early for that. A little early for that. That's we like okay. you a lot, and we thank you for listening to this podcast. How about I'm interested that? to see where the relationship goes. Yes. <laughs> I threw I love you out on the first date, but I'm a bold guy. So, All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.